Radio Drama Revival is brought to you in part by Audible, who offer a free 30-day trial and free audiobook at audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Audible boasts over 30,000 titles, including a whole ton of audio drama. That's why I love it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Thanks. Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here, hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred. That great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater, and I hope you have been enjoying the last couple weeks as we feature this ongoing serialized production, The Mumbai Chuzzlewits, uh, just a fantastic, beautiful, lush, uh, field-recorded production set in India. Um, the Mumbai Chuzzlewits has told the story of uh, Martin Chuzzlewit. It is a serialized piece by Charles Dickens, one of his um, lesser-known novels, but still certainly a classic. Um, it's taken that Dickens classic and transposed it to modern-day Mumbai, and um, had this rich cast of characters uh, trying to find their way through a story of love, loss, betrayal, greed, family dynamics, and all of this stuff just so dramatic against the backdrop of modern-day India, a land where people say that um, such a, a dramatic story can still possibly just happen and be believable. Anything could happen there. So uh, that is what we've got for you. One more installment of it this week in its entirety, the uh, full dosage of the Mumbai Chuzzlewits. Um, and of course, as we mentioned, there is a new piece by John Dryden. If you like what you've heard here, uh, check out the news show while it's still available on the BBC iPlayer. Um, go to goldhawk.eu, goldhawk.eu, uh, to see about The Reluctant Spy um, and links to the BBC site, um, as well as other uh, productions by John Dryden. He's done dozens and dozens of shows, um, all spectacular, um, just one of the top guys out there for contemporary radio drama. This uh, international in scope, uh, interesting, offbeat, uh, full-on drama. Uh, it's just really wonderful stuff that he does, um, and this is just a masterful script adapted by Ayesha Menon setting this Dickens story in India. Um, just a really great thing done for the uh, 200th anniversary of Dickens last year. It's bicentennial. Um, so we have the last installment for you today, The Mumbai Chuzzlewits, Part 3 of 3. Hope you enjoy. April in Mumbai is the cruelest month. The heat sucking the life from our bodies and causing a drought in our souls. We hadn't heard from Mickey in months. I thought about him often. I had time on my hands. My little altercation with Mr. Pinto had left me jobless. I spent my days wandering the streets looking for employment. It was another fruitless day. That's okay, Mrs. Gomes. I see you have company. That's the tragedy of my life, Thomas. Come, come. The people I spend most of my time with can't even talk to me. The stiff, cold body of a man I didn't know. Who's this? Albert Fonseca, from Rose Cottage. Died with a big smile on his face. Makes my job easier. Was this it? 
Is this all that's left in the end? Must have had a happy life. At least he had a happy death. That we know for sure. You must know the secret to a happy life, Mrs. Gomes. How would I know? You're there when they come. You're there when they go. You probably know more than anyone. I don't know about a happy life. But I know how you can be fulfilled. How? You must find what you want and then go out and get it. Some people lack the courage to do it. Some don't know what they want. Like our poor Lewis. How is Lewis? I haven't seen him in weeks. He comes and goes. I think he stopped seeing the doctor. Mrs. Gomes? There he is. Speak of the devil. Oh, Lewis, my boy. Thomas was just asking about you. Hi, Thomas. Hi. How are you? Much better. I'm back at work now. That's great. I don't think I've had a chance to say this. I, I am sorry for all the trouble I caused. Trouble? What trouble? You know, when I was ill. <laughs> all that nonsense I was saying. <laughs> I, I was going through an emotional time. <laughs> I understand, Baba. Yeah. Even I went through an emotional time when Mr. Gomes was taken to the bosom of Abraham. But the good Lord always shines a light. Yes, well, <laughs> thank you for understanding. The brain plays tricks, you know. But now I'm better. 100% better. Back in control. Good, good. Did you hear that? Th Thomas, where are you going? There's something I have to do. I had always wondered if I'd be the hero of my own life. Or whether that station would be held by someone else. But only half kg, Please. Mary? Oh, Thomas. Can I talk to you? Now? I have a lot to do. Can this wait? I guess so. I'm sorry, it can't wait. What is it? You haven't smiled in months. Not since Mickey's letter stopped coming. He just disappeared, Thomas. Not a word. No, thank you. If he was dead, Mr. Chuzzlewit would have found out. So I suppose I must come to terms with it. He does not want to be found, for whatever reason. I'm sorry, Mary. I can't understand it either. I'm done thinking about it. It still hurts, but I've run out of tears. I'd do anything to make you smile again. <sighs> Thomas. Wait. Let me just say it now or I never will. I love you. I don't expect you to forget Mickey and... I don't want anything from you that you can't give me. All I ask is... Yes? Can I see you? Once in a while. You already see me. A lot. <laughs> no, I mean, can I see you more? You mean um, in a serious way? In whatever way you like. Maybe you want some time to think about it. No. I, I think that would be nice. Really? Yes, really. Wow. I didn't expect that. I've got to go. Uh, can I uh, kiss you on the cheek, of course? Yes, you can. See you soon, Thomas. For the first time in my life, I had taken the reins. And now that I knew what it felt like, 
I'd never let go. Mickey was right. Love is too good a feeling to keep to oneself. Mercy, get me a beer. Hello? It's me. What do you want, Pinto? Put on Star News. I'm watching the match. Just put on Star News, Joseph. Breaking news story. The Anglo-Bengali disinterested loan company is under investigation after a tip-off that the company is running a Ponzi scheme and defrauding investors of their savings. Since the news huh. are open... There must be some mistake. The only mistake I made, Joseph, was trusting you. I put all my savings into this. Earlier today, their CEO, Mr. Montague, made a statement... Don't panic. I'll get I'll get our money back. And how do you plan to do that? I'll get it back. You better. We are a legitimate investment firm, and we have nothing to hide. I would like to rear. Are you going out, Joseph? Where are you going? Right now, we have on-site our reporter, Anuradha Patel, with the details. Anuradha? Uh, yes, Vivek. Vivek, it has been about six hours since Mr. Montague made the official statement. There have been income tax officials coming in and out of there, and he has not been seen since. Um, they say they are going to start a CBI inquiry into this company. Uh, but one thing is for sure, there are still a lot of angry investors and middle-class people who've put in their life savings into his company that are waiting here to get some answers and find out how they can get their money back. Has there been any guarantee or any clarity by either Mr. Montague or any representative of the company uh, to say when they will or indeed if they will give back the investors their money? There has been absolutely no clarity on the matter. The offices have been shut down. The employees are still inside. No one has been seen coming in and out of there, except for the income tax officials. Uh, so we are all just waiting for answers over here. Thank you very much, Anuradha. That's it for now, but uh, we'll keep you updated as the story unfolds. Someone there? Nice place you've got here, Monty. Joseph. Fancy pool, marble floors, poolside bar. Must have cost a fortune, huh? <laughs> Mind if I pour myself a drink? Where's my money? You didn't need to break in. You didn't answer my calls. I was going to call you. I want my money back. Everything. There is no money, Joseph. <laughs> we both know that's not true. It's out of my hands. I'm not leaving until I get my money back. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I can't help you. I can't even help myself. Look, you promised us returns. Read the contract. 
I never said there was no risk involved. Stop walking away from me, Monty. You're getting on my nerves, Joseph. Now, I want you to take your sob story and go and tell it to someone else. I have my own problems. Now get out of my house. Understand. You have no idea what I've been through. Joseph, please. I'd give it to you if I had it, but I don't have it. What are you doing? Just put the phone down, Monty. I said, put the phone down! Help! Somebody help me! Somebody help me! I will leave, Monty. I promise you I will leave, but you have to help me so that I can help you. Right? Now, I know you're a sort of guy who doesn't leave things to chance. You'd have a stash of money hidden away somewhere. So where is it, Monty? Huh? Is it inside the house? Where is it? Did you hear what I said? I have nothing, Joseph. Nothing. Tomorrow they'll come, they'll take the house, the office, the cars. I have nothing, Joseph. You're a liar! I'm not lying. Where's my money? Please. Are you gonna give it to me or not? Huh? I swear to you! I swear to you! Why are you testing my patience, huh, Monty? Where's my money, Monty? Where's my money? Joseph? Joseph. Don't get up, Lucy. Wait, I'll turn the light on. Just don't turn it on. What happened? Are you hurt? Was there an accident? Leave me alone. I'm gonna call the doctor. Put that phone down. Just put it. You're bleeding. Just go to bed. It's not my blood. Whose blood is it? Joseph? Whose blood is it? Questions! 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 Like stupid questions all the time! What the hell happened to you? It used to be interesting. What happened tonight? Nothing happened tonight. Nothing at all. Do you understand? Good. Yeah.
speak to Monty? When do we get our money back? Money's gone. What do you mean? Were you firm with him? You could say that. So? That's it then. We've lost everything. I trusted you and now I'm ruined. It's time to move on, Pinto. What are you talking about? Plan B. What the hell is Plan B? <sighs> Martin Chuzzlewit. He's ill again, isn't he? Martin? Has he made a new will yet? No, I don't think so. Can you find out? Mm, I could. Because if he hasn't, his money is still due to be mine by default. <laughs> Your Uncle Martin has a heart of steel. He gets ill and then he gets better. Waiting for him to die is like waiting for world peace. Perhaps we could speed up the process. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear you say that, Joseph. Hello, good morning, Father. Good morning, my son. The wonderful sermon, Father. Thank you very much. I hope you're well. Yes, Father. And how are the daughters? Fine, Father. See you next Sunday then. Yes, Father. Good, good. Next Sunday. Don't be a hypocrite, Pinto. It's one thing trying to outsmart someone. It's totally another to do what you are suggesting. I can make this happen. May the good Lord have mercy on you for thinking such things. All I have to do is find an old friend who can help us. Old friend? What old friend? No, I'm not having this discussion, no. Martin Chuzzlewit is no one to you. I have to go. So, that's settled then. Doctor? Mr. Chuzzlewit is a very stubborn man, Mary. Nonsense. Haven't you been drinking in spite of me telling you not to? Drinking is good for my heart. Who told you that? Are you a doctor? I'm old enough to know what's good for me. Do you want to die, Mr. Chuzzlewit? I want to die happy, Doctor. Congratulations, then. I'm sure you'll succeed. Next time, call the cemetery and book a place for yourself instead of calling me. I have booked a place. I've even chosen a rosewood coffin and made a guest list for my funeral. Guess what? You're invited. I look forward to it. Please make sure he takes his medicines or he'll end up in hospital whether he likes it or not. Uh, over my dead body. Yes, it might well be. Thank you, Doctor. You are the worst patient I've ever had, Mr. Chuzzlewit. I love you too, Doctor. I'll show myself out. Mr. Chuzzlewit. You have to do as the doctor says. I'll do what I bloody well want. Shall I bring you lunch? I don't want it. Yes. Sir, Mr. Pinto waiting in the study to see you, sir. In the study? Why do you let him in there? Mr. Chuzzlewit, please get back into bed. You're not supposed to move. I've told you a hundred times, Ramdas, never to let anyone in my study. But, sir, he insisted, sir. He said he'd wait there only. Bloody idiot. Mr. Chuzzlewit, please oh, don't... Get out of my way, Mary. Why are you snooping around my desk, Pinto? Oh, Martin, I heard you were not well again. I'm fine. Never been better. I've been praying for you, Martin. I don't need your prayers. Just this damn heat that's draining me. You know, Martin, I can help you with all your bills and your bank work. I'm very good at that sort of thing. I'm sure you are. It's no trouble. I don't need your help. Fine. I told Joseph there was no point trying to help you. Joseph? Yes, Joseph. He really cares about you, Martin. You're his family, after all. 
He's waiting for me to die just like the rest of them. I think, Martin, perhaps you've been a bit unfair to the boy. I know you regret your brother dying without you making amends and all that. But you can make amends now by being good to his son. Now, what do you say to Game of Chess? The doctor said if he refuses, the medicines just crush it and put it in his food. Yes, ma'am, sir. And give him some fresh mango juice. He really likes that. Okay, ma'am, sir. Thank you, Ramdas. Thank you, ma'am. Who's there? Oh my God. Mickey. I didn't mean to startle you. I came straight from the airport. Can I come in? I think this drain pipe is about to collapse. I missed you. I had to see you. You look beautiful. Say something. Oh. Okay. I deserve that. You deserve far worse. Let me explain. I don't want to hear your excuses. Please. I thought of you every moment of every day. Then why didn't you write? I was ashamed. Ashamed? Mary, I sold your ring. I'm sorry, I'm so, so sorry. I was ill, I almost died. I had to buy medication, I couldn't face you after that. You think I care more about the ring than I can't live without you. It isn't all about you, Mickey. I know. I was thoughtless and stupid, but I just can't live without you. You abandoned me. I never abandoned you. You were always in my heart, in every thought, every word. I can't let you go, Mary. Don't you see? You already have. Don't say that. You can't just come back here after nine months and think we can pick up where we left off. I've changed. I'll show you just... Give me one more chance. Let's run away together. I can't leave your grandfather. You're not his slave. You, you need to be free of him. Don't tell me what I need. We can't let him control us. Us. You haven't been here, Vicky. Next up, Mr. Chazalbek is calling you. Go away. No. I'm not going. He mustn't know you're here. Why not? I'm his grandson. I can talk to him. It's been a long time, Mickey. You can't just walk in on him like this. You have to do it properly. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Everything will be all right. Mickey, stop. Mickey, no. Mickey, Baba. Hi, Rambas. Where you came from? Where's Grandpa? Study. Mickey, please don't. Mickey, Baba. Wait. No. Mickey, Baba. Stop. Mickey, Baba. Your move, Martin. Don't rush me. Oh, Baba, he said not to let anybody in his... Grandpa? Mickey? You. 
You? What are you doing in my house? I need to speak with you. I'll handle this, Martin. How dare you disappear from your grandfather's life for so long and then just waltz in here expecting to speak to him? I can speak for myself, Pinto. I need to speak to my grandfather in private, please. Do you have any idea what this man has been through? He's been at death's door and not once have you bothered to Pinto, find out... Pinto. No, 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 I have to say this, Martin. You use people, Mickey. And when you don't need them, you just throw them away. And to think that I bothered to pay your ridiculously expensive hotel bill. You are accusing me of being a user. <laughs> you pretended to be nice to me and then threw me out of your house. I did that at your grandfather's request. It's true. I asked him to do it. Now, uh, what are you here for? Have you come to apologize? Look, I am sorry for what happened between us. Good. But that's not why I'm here. Oh, so you need money. Good. Tell me, how much? Two lakhs? Three lakhs? Tell me. I don't want your money. I want you to let Mary go. She is not going anywhere. Please, Grandpa. Please, I, I don't want us to fight again. I have changed and I'm asking respectfully. And what if I said no? I'd take her anyway. Ah, I thought so. You're exactly the same. Just like your father. Selfish, useless and, and disrespectful. This has nothing to do with you, Pinto. Oh, you're right, Martin. He's just the same. Just the same. Why do you surround yourself with parasites like him, Grandpa? No. Hmm? Are, you, are you more comfortable buying people's affections than actually allowing yourself to feel something? Well, get out of my house, Mickey. Get out of my house. Fine. I'm going. But I'm sorry you still feel this way. You are not getting any of my money. I disinherit you! You hear me? You did the right thing, Martin. Martin? Can you leave me alone? I need a moment to myself. Oh, of course. You need your rest. And you mustn't overexcite yourself like this, Martin. Uh, uh, call me if you need me, Martin. Track down, Lewis. Who's that? None of our old buddies know where you are. You've given up gambling and turned a new leaf, they say. Joseph. Hi, Lewis. It's good to see you again. I wish I could say the same. Wait, wait. I need a favor. Please, just leave me alone. Look, I think you've forgotten something. You still owe me. I paid already, okay? I did what you asked me to. I almost lost everything. My job, my family, my mind. I need that concoction again. No. One last time, and I'll be out of your life forever. Please, Joseph, don't do this to me. I don't think it's wise of you to refuse. 
people could find out what you did for me last time. You wouldn't tell. Oh, I would. You'd get into trouble too. You made the poison, not me. I can't. I can't go through with this again, Joseph. You've made me a murderer. Exactly. We're in this together. Look, please. I beg you, I've just got my life back. Yeah, I'm really happy for you. But I'm a desperate man. I've lost all my money. I have nothing more to lose. Either I succeed, or... Hello? Uncle Martin? Who's that? It's Joseph. What do you want? I just called to see how you were. You've never called me before. I know, but I heard you've been unwell. Nonsense. I'm as fit as a fiddle. Good. Good. I'm so glad. You see, Uncle, I feel bad about the way things are between us. I see. I'd really like to fix this. Will, will you come to our house for dinner? Dinner? How about tomorrow? Oh, I don't think so, Joseph. My health has not been very good. Please, please, Uncle Martin. Look, you see, I was, I was looking through some old pictures of you and Daddy. There were some of you playing together as kids and... But There's been a lot of water under the bridge, Uncle, and it's, it's time we made amends. I know that's what Daddy would have wanted. It's not that simple, trying to be the hero of your own story. Especially without a job and with your love life hanging in the balance. Mary said we'd see more of each other. But Mr. Chuzzlewit's recent illness made that impossible. Every day I hoped things would change for the better. But then... Hey, Thomas. Mickey? So happy to see you, man. You came back? Yeah. I had to. We, we thought you were dead. I almost was. I'm sorry, Thomas. You're sorry? Do you know what you've done to Mary? I know. I, I saw her. She's not herself. You can't blame her. But I can't live without her either. You seem to have managed fine for months. I wasn't fine, Thomas. I was in hell. It's going to pour. Come inside. No. You've got to help me get her back. Come with me. I'm not coming with you. What's wrong with you, man? Come on. You can't just order me around and expect me to follow you everywhere. <laughs> Let it go, Thomas. Let go of me! Why do you do that? You're a selfish bastard, Mickey. You always were. You never accept the consequences of your actions. Thomas, don't do that again, okay? I'm really trying to be patient. She deserves better than you. What's gotten into you? You can't walk in and out of people's lives like this. It's not right. You... You... You hit me! She is a wonderful person with a gentle soul. You treated her like garbage! 
think I don't know what I've done? What's wrong with you? Are you in love with her or something? Yes. Of course I am. You make a move on her. It's none of your business. I can't believe I thought you were special. You're just a self-centered bastard with no feelings. What kind of friend are you? I turn my back and you hit on my girl? She's not your girl. Lost her. You don't deserve love, Mickey. You don't know what to do with it. Why don't you just go back to Dubai and leave her alone? Never. I'll never let her go. What was that? My landlady. Mrs. Gomes. Thomas, look. Where? Up there. Oh, no. Louis! Louis! Yeah? What are you doing up there? I, I'm going to jump. No, no, no. Don't jump. I'm coming up. No, don't. I'll jump. I swear I'll jump. Thomas, what's going on? He's trying to commit suicide. What to do? Should I call the police? I'll go up there. I'll get him. No, he'll jump. No, he won't. What's his name? Louis. I had tried my best to be the hero of my own story, but in that moment it was startlingly obvious that this was never my story to begin with. Hey, Louis. Who are you? What do you want? Don't jump, man. It's a waste of time. Story, don't come near me. Okay, okay. I won't come any closer if you don't want me to. And it's boring. Huh? Are we gonna be here all day? Uh-huh. I'll do it, I really will, I swear. I believe you. I believe you. Why are you doing this, man? <laughs> you try and you try to be a better person and then in a flash you just lose everything. Yeah, I know how you feel. What do you know? I know what it's like to want to be better. I know what it's like to fail. Stay there, stop! You don't need to do this. Yes, I do. I can't live with myself anymore. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Most of us are, man. No. It's true. I killed someone. You? You killed someone? I made the poison. I knew how. Who did you kill? Poor old man. I helped his son kill him. Louis? Listen, come with me. We'll go to the police. We'll tell them everything. At least you'll have a clear conscience. I can't. Just let me die. Please, just let me jump. If you die, no one will know what his son did. He's the devil. He haunts me. Give me your hand. Stay back! Careful, careful. Hold on. Okay, I've got, I've got you. I've got you. He'll kill me anyway. He'll kill me if I tell. 
I won't let anything happen to you. I promise. Who is he? Tell me his name and tell me what happened. Joseph. Joseph Jocelyn. He killed his father and he's going to kill again. Kill who? Hello, Joseph. Uncle Martin. Thank you for coming. I thought about what you said on the phone. And, well, here I am. Please, come in. Come. Have a seat. Our reporter, Anuradha oh, Patel, dear. has the details. I'll just Anuradha. turn this off. No, no, wait Excuse a minute. Me. I'm standing outside the residence of Mr. Monty. Do you see this? He's and related to us, you know. official report about oh. his cause of death. However, there are rumors coming out of the house suggesting that his body was found floating in the swimming pool and that there might be mm. some foul play involved. Earlier today, I spoke to his neighbor, mm. Mr. Menon, who heard loud noise. He had no money at all. Coming out of Mr. And suddenly, overnight, he's a millionaire. Hmm. Have you heard about this? Yes. It's tragic what some people will do for money. Right, that's enough of that. <laughs> now, what can I get you to drink? Nothing. The whiskey? No, thank you. I'm taking a break from alcohol. Oh, good for you. Very wise. How about some tea? I'm having tea. Oh, that'll be fine. Great. You just be comfortable, I'll be with you in a minute. No whiskey. He wants tea, make tea. I've already made tea. Good, good. I bring it. No, I'll take it. I don't mind. Well, see, you're not listening to me. I said I'll take it. Now go, go and talk to him. Go. Hello, Uncle Martin. Mercy? What's the matter with you, child? Have you been starving yourself? No. <laughs> what happened to your face? Oh, I... <clears throat> I... I fell. That's all. Here we go. Oh, you've got your husband very well trained, Mercy. <laughs> Mercy, why don't you go get dinner ready? Yeah. Here you go, Uncle. This one's for you, and this is mine. Cheers to the drink that refreshes but does not inebriate. You know, Joseph, your father and I were very close once. It's a shame we drifted apart. Yes, such a shame. I think he resented me for being the one that made all the money while he remained a clerk all his life. Do you think that's true? It's hard to say. No, I'm interested in what you think. Oh, 
well, perhaps there was some jealousy involved. I don't know. Uncle, don't let your tea get cold. I feel I was a bit unfair to him. Perhaps I should have done more to help. Well, we all have regrets. Can't change the past. We can't change the future. That's true. Uh, Mercy, are you expecting someone? No. Um, just excuse me for a minute. You? Where's my grandfather? What do you do? Where do you think you're going? Vicky? Put that cup down. What? Have you had anything to eat? Anything to drink? Why? Mr. Chasubit, we think there's poison in your tea. <laughs> that is just ridiculous. We met your friend, the pharmacist. What the hell is going on? Grandpa, Joseph killed your brother and we think he's trying to poison you. Joseph? Who do you think you are? Coming into my house and making such accusations. We've called the police. Poison. In the tea. <laughs> what, what, what is this, Agatha Christie? And you seem so sure. I mean, if there really is poison in this cup. Why would I drink it? Come on, sit. Let's all sit and relax till the police come. Right, suit yourselves. <laughs> this is ridiculous. But there, there is one thing I want to clarify. I didn't kill my father. Oh, I, I wanted to. But he died of a heart attack before I had the chance. I believe... I believe weak hearts run in the family. You people... <clears throat> you people think you're so smart. <coughs> Solving crimes. Catching the bad guys. But there are things I've done. There are things I've done that no one will ever find out about. So, so, I win. Joseph, Joseph. You stopped breathing. Sip the tea. No, no. I didn't. Oh. You should sit. Oh. oh, I'm fine. I just feel a bit. Mr. Chasselbridge. Uh, what's, what's wrong, Grandpa? My. My. Heart. Heart. Uh, Thomas, call an ambulance. Quick. Quick.
be fine, Mickey. Why is no one telling us anything? Mary! What did you do? What's that supposed to mean? Were you arguing with him again? You think I did this? I don't know, Mickey, but ever since you've come back... Mary, I... No. I've said all I want to say to you. Mickey, I think you should leave. Doctor? Hello, Mary. How is he? My cousin has just had a heart attack, madam. The waiting area is down the corridor no, to the right. I, I'm a relative, madam. So please wait outside. Uh, yes, thank you. Can I help you? Oh, hello, uh, doctor. Uh, I'm Mr. Chuzzlebiss' cousin, Pinto. We, we've met. Uh, the family is waiting outside. I suggest you join them there. I will. It's just that I was so concerned. How is Mr. Chuzzlewit? I've just informed the family. You should speak with them. No, no, please. I need to know. I'm really worried. There's nothing to worry about. Oh? Yes, he's fine. Fine? Uh, what do you mean, fine? Fine, meaning he can leave the hospital. Uh, uh, doctor, wait, please. Uh, didn't he uh, have a heart attack? As I've already explained to your relatives, it was not a heart attack. He was just passing a gallstone. Very painful, but not life-threatening. What? It often feels like a heart attack. So he's, uh, he's fine? His heart is as healthy as a young elephant. Of course he's fine. What did I expect? Hello, Pinto. Oh, Martin? Mr. Chuzzle, wait. You're not supposed to just walk out of your room. Why? You want to carry me? I was organizing a wheelchair. Nonsense. Wheelchairs are for nursing homes. You're an infuriating man. Uh, come, Martin. Come. It's wonderful, Martin. It's just absolutely wonderful that you're all right. You know, God is truly great. I say, Pinto, mm -hmm. you heard about Joseph? Yes, but let's not think about that now. Let's just get you home first. <laughs> come, Martin. Joseph's death was in all the newspapers. They said it was a tragic suicide after he'd lost his life savings in a Ponzi scheme. No one attended his funeral. He just faded from our minds, like bad dreams fade in the light of the morning sun. Mickey disappeared without a word after his grandfather was discharged. No one knew where to find him. Just eight kilos, sir. Not taking anything back with you. No. I've left everything behind. Good, sir. Better to travel light. Yeah. I'm sure you're right. Here's your boarding pass. Boarding at gate number 12. Thanks. Have a nice flight. Thomas? Hi. How'd you find me? I went to that hotel where we first met. They told me you'd gone to the airport. Thanks for coming, Thomas, but I'm late for my flight. You can't get on that flight. Yes, I can. I won't let you. Why not? I have orders from your grandfather. I think I'm done taking orders from him, thank you. Nikki, please, come back with me. Excuse me, where are the immigration forms? Uh, they counter over only one per person. Thank you. 
It's Easter Sunday, Mickey. So? Your grandfather's throwing a party this afternoon. He is, is he? He hasn't done that since mom died. He's called the whole family. He's different now, Mickey. After all this. I'm happy for him. He told me I had to bring you along. Thomas, there's nothing left for me here anymore. I've lost Mary. Damn it, Mickey. You said you'd never let her go and now you can't even fight for her. I'm tired of fighting. Well, if you want to get on that flight, you're going to have to fight me first. That afternoon, all the Chuzzlewits gathered together at Salisbury Mansion for Easter lunch. And as promised, I brought Mickey along. Yeah, yeah these are our seats. Look, Thomas, I don't think I should be here. He hasn't even acknowledged me. He wants you here. Just trust me. Sit. Sit. Thank you, everyone, for gathering here to celebrate Easter with me at such short notice. Uh, my daughter always liked Easter because it's about new beginnings. And as most of you know, I've been in hospital recently, and when something like that happens, then you can't help but re-examine your life. And uh, that's why I'm drinking mango juice instead of champagne today. <laughs> uh, in the spirit of new beginnings, there is something I have to say. Mickey, I'm a grumpy old fool, and I'm sorry. I wanted to say this in front of everybody to show you that I mean it. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. Oh, that's um, well, <laughs> happy day indeed. I, I suppose we should all raise a toast to uh, Martin and Mickey. Um, everyone, glasses, please. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute, Pinto. I haven't finished yet. Now, please, everyone, sit. This gentleman sitting on my right, as you all know, is my cousin Pinto. He's been spending a lot of time with me in the last few months. And I might add, enjoying every minute of Yet. it. Well, my cousin has always been kind and helpful to me. Never once has he asked me for anything. You are too kind, Martin. I waited and waited to see this man's true colors till I began to suspect that my hunch about him was wrong, that perhaps he was indeed a genuine person. Oh, Martin. And then I saw it. A glint of disappointment in his eyes when he realized I wasn't dying. <laughs> what a sense of humor this man has. Yes, that's all. I needed to see everyone take a very good look at this man. He's a hypocrite and a liar and the worst kind there is. 
Don't believe that a dishonest man can't make eye contact. This man is living proof that they can. He's been lying and scheming to get his hands on my wealth and I've had enough. Now, Pinto, get out of my house and never come anywhere near us again. I have been nothing but kind to you, Martin. And I don't appreciate being made a spectacle of like this. And to think that I bothered to pay your grandson's hotel bill. Come on, Mercy. We're, we're leaving. No, Papa. What do you mean, no? Uncle Martin has asked me to stay here and be his carer. I'm staying. Is this any way to treat your father? You married me off as part of your business plan. Is that any way to treat your daughter? Oh. Okay. Fine then. I hope you Chuzzlewits rot in hell. Now, we've dealt with that. Let's move on to happier things. A toast. Ladies and gentlemen, a toast to my lovely Mary, who has been nothing but an angel to me for years in spite of my bad behavior. And to my grandson, who couldn't have fallen in love with a more special girl. I wish you both great happiness, and I give you my blessings. Cheers. That won't be necessary, Mr. Chazelwood. Excuse me? Uh, everyone sit, please. <clears throat> I won't allow you two to pass me around like an old candlestick. But I thought you wanted to marry Mickey. No, I don't, Mr. Chuzzlewit. Excuse me. Mary. Mary, stop. Please, Mary. Do you have any idea what it's like to wake up every morning not knowing if you have anything to wake up for? Of course I do. That's how I'd feel without you, Mary. Mickey, no. Mary. There he was. In the very same spot I first met him when we were children. He was trying to run away then. He had tried on many occasions since. But this time he wanted to stay. And I knew what I had to do. Mary, he really is sorry. Don't take up for him, Thomas. You of all people should know what I went through. I know. That was in the past. We have to let go of it now. New beginnings, right? You both love each other, Mary. That's all that matters. Now you have a chance to be happy. Take it. But, Thomas, what we spoke about in the fish market? Forget about it. That's also in the past. I want you to be happy. And you will be happy with Mickey. It means so much to me. Thomas. Go to him. Can you find it in your heart to forgive me? If you ever disappear again, I swear I will hunt you down. I will never leave your side again. You promise? 
I promise. It was a new beginning for the Jasselwitz. Mickey and Mary would be married in July. And their children would be Martin Chuzzlewit's pride and joy for years to come. Thomas! Where are you going? Home. Hey, don't! We're celebrating new beginnings here. And we wouldn't have one without you. I need to find my own story, Mickey. I'll see you later. In that moment, I felt I'd come full circle. From watching the happy chasubits from a tree in my childhood, to seeing them that day, more complete than ever before. I felt I had been part of a great adventure. Perhaps I didn't play the leading role, but the ride was worth it. Yes, Mr. Chasubit? Mary has spoken a lot about you. I hear that you've been a good friend to them both. I didn't do anything, sir. Well, I think you've done a lot. I hear you're looking for a job. I have some contacts might be of use to you. I, I don't know what to say. Well, don't say anything. You drop by tomorrow and we'll set you up somewhere nice. Thank you, Mr. Chasubit. Mrs. Gomes would be disappointed that I didn't get the girl. She believed good people should have happy endings. But that's not how it works. We are just pulled back and forth by fate, by chance, by all that we believe and all that we are. Maybe I wasn't born with Chasubit, but I was lucky to know them. With them, I found love, friendship, family, and a strength I didn't know I had. And as I surrendered to the warm embrace of the city that evening, I knew I would always be a part of them. And they would always be a part of me. In the final part of the Mumbai Chuzzlewits, adapted by Aisha Menon from the novel Martin Chuzzlewit by Charles Dickens. The part of Martin Chuzzlewit was played by Roshan Set, Thomas, Karan Pandit, Mickey, Zafar Karachiwala, Mary, Nimrat Kaur, Pinto, Rajat Kapoor, Joseph, Nadir Khan, Louis, Rohit Malkani, and Monty by Argya Lehri. Other parts were played by Vivek Madan, Pritika Chavla, Toral Shah, and Radhika Mittal. The sound recordist was Ayush Ahuja with sound design by David Chilton and music by Sasha Putnam. The Mumbai Chuzzlewits is directed by John Ryden and is a Goldhawk Essential production for BBC Radio 4. All right, and that was Mumbai Chuzzlewits, um, goldhawk.eu. For more of that, and don't miss John Dryden's newest, The Reluctant Spy. Again, goldhawk.eu. Get it while you can. Uh, we've just surpassed Radio Drum Revival's sixth anniversary. We're still going strong. Got some shows to entertain you here in the new year. Stay tuned here for your podcast dial for all of that. Over 250 hours of original audio drama programming up at radiodramarevival.com. Uh, we've got uh, Stitcher, files on Stitcher, up the entertainment section, um, search for Radio Drama. Radio Drama Revival's under the Radio Drama section there. Um, you can find us on Twitter, hit up at Radio Drama, or Facebook, uh, Radio Drama Revival page. If you see us on iTunes, do please leave a review. Love to hear it and really appreciate what you've got to say. 
All right, that's a wrap for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalge. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drama Revival originates on on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Southern Maine's community radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com is a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week.